Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. 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 Oh, hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of... The She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of the show and a human design reader. So welcome back to the show. Super excited to bring in a new one this week. So I want to talk about living a purpose-led life, which I talk a lot about this because it is what I intend to do with my own life. And I know many people that are listening to this Uh, are on the spiritual path and it's something that they deal with. Now, recently I was trying to actually think about what to talk about on the show and I was listening to a training that I was taking, another HD training. I take like a new one every month. And so I was taking another HD training and the woman was talking about how it's not like your purpose it's it's not like you can ever oh do these steps and find your purpose it's more like your purpose finds you and i found that so i was like yes like all the snaps to that because i i've been on this journey for some time and one of the greater lessons that i've had with being on this journey is that it continues to unfold as you continue following your guidance. So it's not like you're ever in a place where you're like, oh, yep, like this is me now and and this is what I do. It just continues to unfold the more that you continue to follow your guidance. So I was thinking about what exactly I do personally and some of the things I've done to sort of, I guess, biohack this process. It's like, what am I doing to continue to make sure that I am staying in alignment and my purpose work continues to find me because that's the other catch with being on the spiritual journey and on a soul type of journey is that you will continue, it'll keep changing. So that's the thing that sometimes can feel kind of frustrating too, especially if you are like a manifesting generator, who's like a multi-passionate person is that the, the, things that light you up will continue to change. Now, one thing I've personally found um, that is 
one of the keys to continuing this process in a way that is efficient and helpful and in alignment is just to continue your process of deconditioning. So what is deconditioning? Deconditioning is unraveling from the program beliefs that you've received since the time that you were a child. So deconditioning can happen in many different ways. One of my favorite ways is through the spiral modality, which I've talked a lot about on this show, but it's basically a modality that will guide you through clearing all of the chakras so that you can live an unblocked, a more authentic life. So, and I've had um, my spiral practitioner on the show twice before, Lori Kinsey. So you can look to those episodes for, for more information on the spiral. But back to what I was saying, one of the main things that I've discovered is deconditioning on your path. And you never get to a place where you're there, right? Where you're like healed and you're like, I'm deconditioned now and I'm ready to never have to do any of the shadow work again. You keep having to do it. So I highly recommend having multiple ways that you can decondition. I like to do a self-clearing um, type of an, uh, thing every day, and that's going to be through the spiral modality um, and also through this book called Clear Your Shit by Dane Thomas, and I've talked about that one too. It has lots of different um, modalities in there in that book that uh, combined kinesiology with helping you to clear your own emotions on a daily basis. So that's just one thing that I use is a daily clearing modality to clear myself and continue to decondition in that way and be able to find the emotional pathology within me where these stuck emotions are in my body and they're needing to be released. So that's one way to do it is the spiral, emotional pathology, any sort of healing modality you have. I have many sister friends who use Reiki. They use meditations to clear this energy on a daily basis. You, everybody has different ways that you do it, but I highly recommend to have more than one way. So without, um, if I don't have time to do like a self-clearing, what else, the other thing that I'll make sure to do is like a journaling practice. And that's just to get it all out. So I like to have a couple of different journals that I can go to and put mind dump in a certain journal and then maybe another journal just for shadow work and maybe another journal just for business and ideas and blocks that I've overcome in that area and then a personal journal just anywhere that I can just dump all of my ideas on paper is a really great way to help me to decondition because it helps me to rewire those neurons in the brain that are always firing off and a lot of times trying to keep you in the same pattern in order to keep you safe. So this is about reprogramming, rewiring your neurons to fire off in different directions so that you can create new habits in your life and create new thought forms um, and ways of, of being. So another thing I wrote down besides deconditioning and all the ways in which we decondition, um, and I just want to add about deconditioning, many people do um, ayahuasca journeys, they go on pilgrimages, they will, um, you know, do mushroom journeys, um, all of that kind of stuff. It's all ways in which we can decondition and reprogram our minds to get past some of this stuff because this whole thing around you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you, is really about the fact that at, we don't 
ever really know why we're doing what we're doing or like why we're interested in this one day and then interested in this next thing. We're fascinated by one thing one day and then we're fascinated by something else another day. We don't ever really know why we keep change. We keep unraveling. But the, the answer really is that our purpose work is that core of the onion. So it's like sometimes people go on a lifelong journey and it doesn't mean that you're never doing your purpose work. It just means that you're getting, you're stepping further and further into the truth of who you are, the more that you continue to unravel and, and not put yourself in like the should lane of life and instead allow your design, right? Like allow your energy to guide you rather than your mind. So, and of course, this is going to come up for different people in different ways. If you are a manifester in human design, only 8% of the population, for you, it is going to be that urge. It is going to be that sudden spark that you feel inside where you're like, oh, I want to go and do this thing now. So, and that can be different than the thing that you were just doing like a month ago. But who knows, in five years, you could have found a way to combine the two things and now that's your special offering. So it's just about knowing and understanding Understanding that's how it works. If you are a generator um, or a manifesting generator, you will feel ex- the, the your sacral light up um, because you have a defined sacral, and you will feel your sacral light up about something. And like I said, it could be one thing one month, another thing another month, but you just have to keep following these moments of lit upness and trust that that moment of lit upness is leading you to that next thing that you're supposed to be doing and not to judge the process or say, this is what it should look like, or this is how I should be playing it out and just trust that it is going exactly as it should. Now that I'm doing the types, I have to do the projector and the reflector. So if you're a projector, for you, you know it's all about what fascinates you. It's about what is it that I'm penetrating and focused on. And of course, for you, it's not about penetrating and focusing on people. Because if you do that, a lot of times you are going to be repelling people. For you, it's more about, of course, unless you get the invitation to do so. And you will if like your client books a reading with you or something like that. But in general, for you, it's more about returning that auric field on yourself, you know, penetrating focus and penetrating um, and focusing in on yourself. Like, okay, what is it that I find fascinating in my life in the new things that are, um, that I see around me? I went to the bookstore today and I really found this fascinating, this book about this new modality I've never heard of yet. And that's super fascinating to me. So I want to learn more about it. You're in your own motherfucking world as a projector, okay? Like you are designed to do it differently in the way that you are really focusing on your life and the systems and the things around you, penetrating those things with your auric field and diving deeper and seeing things more deeply so that you can continue to dive in what fascinates you. And in that process of finding what fascinates you, you're peeling away the onion, which is kind of my whole whole point in doing this episode is understanding that your purpose is the core of the onion. And we, it's a lifelong fucking journey to do this. It's not like overnight you're going to be like, this is my purpose work. This is why I'm here. I mean, sure, you can say that if it makes you feel better, but 
ultimately you're going to have many different things. When I look at my own life, I mean, I was in like a mental mind fuck the whole first half of the year, all because I was like, oh my God, I'm like um, a human design expert. I'm like triple certified. I'm also an initiated priestess, like over 13 times. I've gone to Egypt. I've gone to Greece. I'm also a podcaster. I like to host. I like to talk to people. I like to give people stories. I like to come on this platform and just speak. What, what, who am I? Like, what is my purpose work? Like, how am I doing this? Like, which one am I? Like, which one should I focus on more? It's not about that. It's about continuing to unfold. If this podcast ever got boring to me, I wouldn't do it. Like, if it just wasn't exciting to me anymore, I'd be like, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. But I fucking love podcasting. Like, I've been actually doing it for since, uh, like, 2000 and, I mean, we're in 2023 right now. So, like, like, my first podcast ever was, like, when I was 30. So, now I'm trying to think. That had to be, like, 2015, 16, something like that. So, it's like, I... I don't, I've been, I love this stuff, you know, and, and so I'm not going to go anywhere about it. Like I like to do this. And then I also love human design. I'm constantly taking courses, learning more. I am still trying to figure out how that's going to play out. I love my priestess work. I love gathering with women. I love bringing women together. I love connecting with people in this way. So it's not so much about defining like what is my purpose work or purchasing a course because it's like, find your purpose, purchase this course. It's just more about understanding that whatever course you take that's touting that they're going to help you find your purpose, likely it's not so much that they're going to reveal in the last week what your purpose work is. They're just helping you chip away at like what is blocking you from your authentic truth and who you actually are and your authenticity of who you are. So that number one thing that I wrote down was deconditioning. And that's really what this is. This first part of is, is about is deconditioning, peeling back the layers of the onion, understanding that you will, the more that you peel back, the closer you are getting to your authenticity and your truth of who you are. And your purpose work is going to come naturally from there. It's not going to, it's like, when you're sitting there kicking rocks and you're trying to look up at the sky saying, what is my purpose work? You're going to hear fucking crickets. You're better off just saying like, I remember when I first started off on my journey, on my spiritual journey, I literally would walk around <laughs> the nature preserve of my <clears throat> where I used to live, I used to walk around and I just used to look up at the sky and say, I'm here. And that's just because I had, I just had my awakening. So it was like the first time I was like fucking awake in this realm, in this consciousness. I had moments of awakeness in my life, um, usually through the form of like humility or like people just being like, what's that old saying? Like, you'll never forget how someone made you feel. Right. So it's like, I could have, I had those moments of being awake when somebody would make me feel a certain way, but I was totally asleep. So anyway, you know, when I had my awakening back in 2018 and I didn't know what to do with myself, I was like a baby infant in this world. I, I didn't know who I was, what I liked anymore. I couldn't even pick out my own clothes because I had no idea what I liked. I was just like a blank slate out of nowhere. So what I, what I would do is instead of walking around being like, what is my purpose? Where is it? Although I did have those moments, um, it was more so like I would walk around and just say, I'm here. I'm here. Universe, I am here. What will you have me do today? 
how can how can I be of service today? I'm here, use me. That's actually part of my prayer and in my invocation is to use me for something greater than myself. So it's just about, which I'm pretty sure I got from some spiritual teacher, I don't know, <laughs> along the way. Um, so it's just about, I would say that all the time and I still do every single morning in my prayer. That's my prayer, part of my prayer. Universe, use me for some a purpose greater than myself, you know? And so it's about just recognizing and understanding that like telling the universe I'm here and putting off that signal sometimes is all you need to do. If you are feeling lost on your path, you just need to put out a signal and say, I'm here. How can I be of service? Use me in my greatest alignment for the spiritual evolution of my life, for my soul journey. Help me to understand the highest expression of my soul. What am I here to do? You know, what's next for me today? How can I be of service today? So it's just about little chipping away is always like the energy that I feel around finding your purpose work or finding what you're here to do. It's just about chipping it away at it little by little through these little deconditioning uh, type of processes that happen. And so I talked a lot about deconditioning just now um, in the ways of, you know, just deconditioning through peeling back the layers and through all the different ways that we understand to decondition, I started to go through the energy types as well. So I do want to come back to that and make sure to reference reflectors who are here to be, they're literally, they can be anything. The reflectors in the world are the most different than any of the types. It's interesting. Like every single reflector I've had the privilege of giving a reading to, they're most different from each other because they have completely open centers and their auric field is sampling and resistance. So they can be anything they want in their life. It's like they're a blank slate and they just continue to sample what they want more of. And that's actually how they find their purpose. So for reflectors, one way of deconditioning is just not deciding that you are who you are forever. Like this is me now, I'm not anybody else, and I'm just going to stay in this energy of whatever the last thing you sampled. You're surely going to stop your flow and you're going to realize like you're feeling stuck and that's when it can be a downward spiral um, when in fact for you, it really is a beautiful process through your deconditioning process as a reflector, you all you have to do is move your body around. Your all of your centers are completely open. Find different environments. Um, I talked a lot about that on the show too. Just find different environments to put yourself in, and then decondition in that way. The one thing I did want to say in this whole deconditioning thing with peeling back the layers, and that's really how you find your purpose. One big way to decondition is just to get triggered. Like when somebody triggers you and they like piss you off, you it's about looking like, okay, why? I will tell you this. I used to get pissed off at people all of the time. And now I laugh more than anything. Like when people, unless it's like they cross a sacred boundary, then that's something else. Like if we're crossing a boundary, then we have a problem. But like, if it's just born, like people are like, is super in their shadow, and they're just like coming off. Like, it's just, I laugh a lot. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, this is so stupid. Like, why would somebody say something like that? And then usually it's funny too, because if something does happen, I usually and it's reflecting on me, like somebody's saying something bad about me or 
putting something out there. I, I don't usually hear for it, about it for months or like almost a year because I'm just not in that energy. Like, I'm not saying I'm above it, but I'm just like, I don't even give a fuck. Like, it's just that it's like, that's the energy that I emit to the universe. I'm not, I don't care. Like, I'm just doing what I, I'm so focused trying to figure out what's my next step, right? That prayer that I have use me for something greater than myself. I'm so focused on that, that like, I don't care what other people are saying, you know, what anybody is doing or like, oh, this is not okay or whatever. Okay, like, it's interesting. Like, that's amazing. Like I, it, it, like I said, it usually comes to me like months later that somebody would be like, hey, did you know that this person said this about you or posted this about you. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> interesting. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just I'm doing what I'm feeling called to do. And everything else is just noise. So it's just about getting there to where to deconditioning as you decondition as you pull back the layers, you just don't you it doesn't affect you. You're not set off. You're not so emotional all the time. You're just like, okay, like, cool. You're more in a state of neutrality than anything else. You're just kind of like, I feel nothing right now. Like I feel nothing about this thing. Of course, there's more things that are going to get you pissed. And like, there's things that are going to set you off, but you just have more of just like, okay. And so uh, the deconditioning process will help you in so many ways. As you continue to do the shadow work, it's not only going to help you to get to the core of your purpose work, right? Because you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you. And it's more about just continuing to decondition so you can see more, you can feel more of your core, of your authenticity, authenticity of who you are. Now, one example I just wanted to give really quick, this process happening is when I very first started on my spiritual journey, I was actually on a health journey. Okay. Like it wasn't a spiritual journey at first. It was a health journey because my digestion got so bad. My brain fog was so bad. I couldn't even think. And so I was on this journey and then I ran across a podcast and started talking about um, there was a woman on there, it was a health podcast, but they were interviewing a woman who was an empath and she was talking about the life of an empath. And it was the first time I had ever heard that term before. And every single thing she was describing, I was like, check, check, check. Like it was like all of it. And it was the first time I heard myself in somebody else. And I remember I like ran up to my partner. He was like sleeping in bed. I woke him up. I was like, dude, listen to this. And like, I was playing it for him and he's like, okay. And I'm like, this is me. I was like, this is why I'm like this. I'm just sensitive, you know? <laughs> but this wasn't, up until that point, this wasn't something people talk about, you know? Sensitivities and being an empathic person and all that kind of, I was the first time I was experiencing this. And then of course, several months later, I was doing meditation, had a Kundalini awakening, blah, blah, the rest is history. But I was really just wanting to say that one thing leads to another. That's what, that's my whole point of telling you that little mini story is that one thing leads to another always. Okay. So like health journey led to hearing the empath episode, that episode led to me 
finding meditation to tap more because I realized I was an empath and I wanted to learn how to settle my energy more. That meditation led into my Kundalini awakening. My Kundalini awakening led me into realizing I had a Kundalini awakening. It took me a couple of weeks. I thought I just lost my shit. And then I started working with a Kundalini coach for about a year and he helped me get my life back together um, energetically because I just couldn't function for a a long time. And so that all happened and one thing kept leading to the next. Suddenly I'm like in this world of wanting to know everything about the universe, everything that's going on. And I started to listen to Gaia TV and wisdom teachings that were on there. And through one of the people who were doing these wisdom teachings, I found through his wife, I found the priestesshood. And she was holding these sacred sister circles with these incense and it was just beautiful pillows and incense burning and women just like divine feminine dancing and all of these different things and calling in the goddess and what is the goddess. And and so I'm just saying all of this to show you it's like one thing leads to another. We're never going, it's like, uh, you know, when people get so like, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? All you're needing to do is take that next step that feels in alignment. If you keep doing that, you keep peeling back that onion layer and you keep getting to the core of who you are and the authentic nature of who you are. I had never heard of a priestess before. I had never heard of the like the mystic woman, the medicine woman. I mean, these were things I kind of heard of. They were always like the Disney version of a witch and with black lipstick on casting spells. It wasn't ever like a holy woman. That was the first time that I was able to see that differentiation of like, wow, like this is a holy thing to be able to be spiritual and be a mystic woman. And there's nothing wrong with that version of witch either. I see many women who prefer for, you know, to look that would be all dark and all that kind of stuff. And I I do too. I love the color black. There's like something like 92 shades of black. So it's just like I so I can relate to both sides. But my point in this is just saying that there's so many different you keep going just anything that's lighting you up, take a step in that direction, just continue and have fun along the way. And I have to tell myself that all the time, because I'm the type of person that's just like, okay, what is it? What is my big offering? How can I make this business work, you know, and stuff like that? How can I serve in a way where I'm also able to be financially free and all this kind of stuff? But I have to keep remembering that I'm still early on my journey as well. And I'm continuing to learn more every day through human design system and teachings also through the podcast and having people on through all of the the work I do with women. So it's just like I'm learning too. And just like I'm continuing to follow the things that light me up that I want to do. So these are really big ways of just understanding that it is about peeling back the layers. And it is about continuing to to be pushed into our not self themes. That's another thing and through through the through the energy of being triggered by somebody. So of course, your not self theme is part of human design. It's it's if you are a manifester, your not self theme is anger. If you are a generator or manifesting generator, your not self theme is frustration. If you're a projector, your not self theme is bitterness. And then if you are a reflector, your not self theme is disappointment. So I'm just telling you all that to say that we, the more that you get bumped up against too, even though it doesn't feel nice, 
It's like the clearer you get about who you are. The more, the more you understand about what you're not available for, what you're not willing to deal with, where you need to create a sacred boundary, how you're going to navigate something. So this is just about understanding and hopefully giving a message of hope that if you are somebody who is out there and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, where is it? What is it? Where is my purpose at work? What is my purpose work? What am I here for? The only job that you have right now is to take that next step to something that interests you. And it might be as simple as going to a moon circle, as simple as going to give Reiki. That feels inspiring right now. Whatever it is, that right there is your very next thing to do. It's not getting about getting caught up on with the vision board and, oh, but that hasn't come into manifestation yet. It's really just about taking that next step. It's always good to have the goal, but the key is to release the expectation and to kind of keep following the urges, keep following the moments of expansion, keep following what fascinates you. If you're a reflector, keep moving your body into different environments and sampling and resisting what feels good and doesn't feel good and keep getting yourself around around the right people. So these are just a couple of things that I wanted to put out there because I was so inspired by this woman saying that. I was like, hell yeah, amen, all the snaps. Like, yes, like it is not about like, what is my purpose? It's more about like your purpose finds you. Like, and it's just through that process of deconditioning, living in your human design, following that next thing that excites you and not giving up hope. Okay, and understanding that every single step that you take is your purpose work. That's your fucking purpose work (laughs) is to take the next step. So I hope that this information helps you all in some way, shape or form. And I will see you on the very next episode of the She's a God podcast. Much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you. Thank you.